Um, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to try to hang with you. Um, it sounds like you're the type of guy who likes to get things done in the morning as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's for sure. That's so I, for sure. So I apologize for doing this in the afternoon because I'm that way. I'm kind of, I'm fading over here. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Awesome, man. Um, cool. So uh, I want to just introduce you a little bit. I could take these out, I guess. I don't really need them. I just wanted to check levels with those. Um, Adam Morrissey, am I saying that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Cool. And you're, uh, I just looked, I just looked at your Facebook page. That's all I know about you. Um, I've heard people talk a lot about you, talk very highly of you. So it's pretty cool, but, uh, you're a baseball player. So I just want to touch on that just a little bit. Uh, ex baseball player, former, uh, I don't know anything about baseball, man. So I apologize. Hey, it's all good, man. <laughs> no, I'll, 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 I'll let you talk about that. Yeah. Just my so. story is I'm originally from Australia. I uh, grew okay. up over there. Um, Signed to be a professional baseball player when I was 15 years old. Uh, represented my country three times in the world championships. Traveled international, did all that. Um, used to race motorcycles when I was younger. I was actually national champ on a motorcycle. And then I uh, went over into baseball, represented my country, like I said, and then signed my first professional contract when I was 15 and then came to the States when I was 17 to play for the Cubs. And then I spent 10 years over here playing for the Cubs, the Angels, the Athletics, and the Rangers. Spent 10 years playing pro ball, traveling everywhere in America. Um, met my wife out here playing baseball. She's originally from Aztec. She went to Aztec High, <laughs> of all places. And then, yeah, that, and now I live here, you know. How, how'd you meet her out here? But there's not really, baseball's not very big in New Mexico. It wasn't in New Mexico. I actually met her in Arizona. Oh, okay. You know, so... Yeah, we, we met in Arizona, and then, you know, and now my life is here. And, yeah, it's, you know, we love it here, and we love the community here, and it's just, it's been a nice transition off the baseball to come here and do what we do now. Yeah, exactly. Um, your moto, moto uh, do you still moto? Just know. just in the spare time, man. I don't actually own one. I, ha I got rid of them before I had the kids, but, I mean, I will get on a dirt bike and go riding any day of the week. You know, that was really my first passion when I started when I was younger, but, um, the boys have been taking me on the mountain bikes lately, so yeah, I've been hitting those up a little bit. So that's actually been really fun lately. That's so cool, man. And did you know we have a motocross track? Have you went and checked out? The yeah, races? I've actually rode it before. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I used to. I, I used to t have a two fifty. I used to go ride that track all the time, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. So it's cool. a cool little track out there, man. But yeah, I've rode all over here out in Aztec. My buddy, uh, he actually trained your brother, Brian Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his wife is my wife's cousin. Okay. So we used to ride. He took me all out through these trails out here back in the early days, man. So <laughs> I've, I've been around this area a little bit, yeah. That's too cool, man. Yeah. So how are you liking the uh, the mountain bikes? Is that something new to you? Is that something you've been doing your whole life, too? No, I've only just, like, started riding them the last, like, month. Awesome. You man. know? And, yeah, we went out this morning and shot some videos for the bash and stuff, but... Yeah, I really enjoy it. it. It's fun, man. You know, went over the handlebars last week, but, you know, it's all part of the game. But, yeah, two of my ex-players, it's pretty cool, man, because the guys that I've coached in town, they ride their mountain bikes, and we're still really good friends. So the guys that are helping me put on, you know, some of the bash events and doing that, they take me out there and, you know, put me through the ringer a little bit on the bike. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so it, not a whole lot transitions 
from Moto over to the bike, you really... Yeah. Hey, fear is fear. <laughs> I mean, it came up today. We were on the side of a ledge, and, you know, I said to Shiloh, I'm like, you know, are we going to go or not? And it's like, well, we're out here. And for about the first two minutes, you're on that ledge, and I was shaking, man, like this. I was full shaking before I went off that thing, but it's just full commitment, you know? <laughs> but that's what living is, you know? That's what I've learned over the years is that those moments right there when... Like, at that moment when I, was, I went off that ledge today, it was like nothing else in the world existed. You were in the present moment right there. And that's what I try to do with our business, and that's what I try to have people experience every day is just that moment right there, you wow, know? Dude, so cool. Yeah, that, that's what will get you to the next level. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe translate a little bit over to uh, not just the physical stuff, but mental game too. Um, just getting over them barriers, you know, getting over them humps and things that you're scared to do. Maybe yep. it's public speaking or maybe it's like volunteering, doing something, yep. you know, that's, that's, that's it's, it's the only way you find out about yourself, you know, and we, we just, our society today, it really takes that away from us, mm-hmm. you know, because instead of having to go find that or do stuff to find that, it's like we can distract ourselves straight away with our phones. You know, and it's like, you know, instead of feeling something like, okay, let's go outside and ride or run or do anything like that. It's like, okay, well, I'm bored right now. Let me get on my phone. So it just, there's just been a a different thing, you know, in the world the last like five to 10 years that's really taken that, you know? Man, that's so cool. Um, Fitness in general, sounds like that's kind of what keeps you going. Obviously, it's a big it helps definitely to get you through keeping you strong, keeping you mentally sharp. Exercise is just a huge proponent to um, any, I, I just feel like it's one of those components to also eating healthy. Also, you know, it just exercise kind of fills in that gap yep. and just makes you feel that much better. Um, what I was going to ask is, are you more into fitness now? Cause you're, you're pretty into this or has this been like your whole life or do you feel like you're more shaped now than when you played pro ball? I mean, I'm definitely probably in better shape right now than I was when I played. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been working out since I was 10 years old. I can okay. remember. So, I mean, I grew up on a farm and I was active. And I mean, ever since I can remember being a little kid, I was always running, doing stuff, moving, you know, and doing that stuff. So that foundation was all built through my younger years, you know. Yeah. And because I played baseball, I was more an athlete towards that sport, you know. But mm-hmm. since I've gotten out... You know, I just, for me to find my ways, you know, now I ultra run. That is, that's my challenge right now. I did my first hundred this year, you know, to raise money for Elijah. And, you know, I've done four ultras this year alone. And that was all part of my daughter. Well, you know, she's right here, but it was all part of her brain surgery and doing that. But that opened up a whole new world to me, man. I And I've done CrossFit and Strongman and that, that was my foundation. And I did a lot of that when I got out, but... Yeah, I've been opened up to this whole world of endurance sports now that is just a whole nother animal that I didn't even know existed. And it's just got me, it's got me to a whole nother level of what's truly possible, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just, there are no limits, man. You yeah, know, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. The only limits we have are ourselves. And, you know, I did that hundred out there out in Bryce Canyon and it was 32 hours straight through the mountains. And it just opened up a whole new world for me, man. It was like, it was unbelievable. It was the best thing I've ever done. And or, or were you doing laps or is it one continuous course? Well, when we went out there, it was going to be one single trail, uh-huh. but then th- there was still a lot of snow out there. Oh. So then we had to do the 50 mile course twice. Oh. And 
yeah, it was it was something that I'd never experienced, but it's 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 a whole new world that opened up, you know, and it's how we even got to the bash and you know doing these runs yeah. and rides and just kind of the outdoor culture. It's kind of just it came out of nowhere. I didn't even know how we really even got here, so you know. One one hundred miles is that your longest run you've done so yes. far? Yes. Yep. And then we've got another one in September. So we're going to do another one in September here in the fall. How do you prepare for something like that? Just, just since you've never done it before, you do a little bit of studying or you just say, you know what, mentally I got this. I kind of had some like guys that I followed and like kind of listened to, but it was just figure it out, man. You have to listen to your body, right? I mean, right. And that was a lot. Like I did, I did three 50-mile runs before I hit the 100 which I would recommend to anyone because the first 50, it smashed me. And it was a, just a learning experience because you have to throw yourself into the fire to figure out how to get down the road, you know? And, you know, everything I read, they said it was 50, you know, do some things leading up to it and go. And then that's how it was, man. I, I paced out three fifties leading into it. And then I just made a commitment every day to say, I don't want to get to the starting line and then say, Man, I, I wish I ran. I don't know if I ran enough. Mm-hmm. So all I did was run. Wow. That's it. And just start running. And it, w- it was cool, man, because I, I thought it was going to be... I, I try to hit like 15 miles a day. That's kind of my training, you know? I try to hit that on my good days. If I'm feeling a little bad or whatever, I might go ride or do something like that. But it's crazy. When you first start doing it, your mind's like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. And that's when people really get hurt. But... You have to kind of fight through it a little bit, and then there's a shift in the mindset. And the mindset's like, oh, what am I going to run today? And it's kind of like the body connects up to the mind, but there is a period there where it's tough. And yeah, I was going to ask you, because I like how you use the analogy. It kind of opens a door to this whole, you and doing this endurance running opened a whole new thing up. Because I'm trying to imagine running a marathon, and I couldn't even imagine running a marathon. I just something I wouldn't even want to do. Right. Um, is that how you kind of were at the beginning? You're like 26, man, who runs a marathon? And then all of a That's now, where it started, man. Now you're like waking up, you're going like, what am I doing running these 50 miles a day? It's well, it's <laughs> just like I've gone through these periods in my life. It, I've gone through these periods in my life where it feels like nothing gets, nothing changes, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, kind of like you get stuck in a rut, yeah. you know? And it's like if we make 1% difference every single day, if we do something for five years, we should be pretty far ahead. But most of us always get back to the same spot. Yep. You know, and that's, that was that was the thing that I went through and learned just through tri- trial and error, nice. you know. And when I first started, I was 30 pounds heavier than what I am right now. I haven't weighed, I, I'm 167, I think, right now. When I started, I was 200, 200 pounds. And <laughs> I was benching 350, and, like, I was big and strong. And, I can't even picture you like that. Right yeah, now. and that's just, that's how, that's that was that part of my journey. Yep. You know, for that part of my journey... That's who I was, you know, and I learned through that. But I'll never forget this day. There's a few days in my life, especially fitness-wise, that changed me forever. But I coached Connie Mack in here town, and I always have, and the team had a rough day, you know. So I'm like, we're going out to the hills. Like, you're, we're going out and running right now after that. So we went out there. Whole team? Whole team. Okay. Well, little did I know, I was so out of cardio shape <laughs> and just a big, chunky weightlifter at the time. I was lost. And I had kids lapping me. And I remember feeling like it was 
I had never felt that bad before. And this heel just, it took every part of my soul away from me, you know? And I just remember on that hill, I was like, I'll never feel like this again. And then I really dove into it, man. I started fasting, you know, I went into intermittent fasting. I started fasting a lot and then I just started running. And it started with a mile, man, it, a mile and just fasting. How many years ago was this? I would say three to four, three, three, three years ago. And then me and my buddy, uh, Damien, who works with me, were just like, hey, let's try to run a marathon. So. We signed up for the Shiprock Marathon, first time we ever did it. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, I remember getting to mile 20, and I was cramping every five feet. Like, oh, no. it was like the worst experience I've done, because we never even trained. We're just like, hey, let's try to run a marathon. Well, after that mile 20, man, I was like, I could not run further than like 20 feet. I would cramp every second. It took me over five hours. And it was just like really throwing yourself in the fight to see if you could take it mentally. That was really where I was at back then. Like, okay, can we, can I take this mentally? And the marathon back then was just like the hundred was back, you know, and it, it was the same commitment, but it was just my first time doing it. But it just, it, the road never ends. Mm -hmm. Like it just never ends when you do something that's possible and then you see it, it's like, okay, we can either stay there or we just keep rolling. And rolling and rolling and just keep building on what we can do is really just shattering the mold of what's truly possible in the human human limits today like people are doing stuff today that 50 years ago you would have never imagined what they could do yeah it's truly incredible to witness it's so we were so grateful just to live in this time period yep you know uh we get to see a lot more greatness now. You know, you take when I grew up, it's like I grew up in Australia and I got the only baseball games I got every year from America was the World Series. So I had to tape them on VHS at 2 a.m. And I would get seven games if it went seven. But that would be my only Major League Baseball I would see the entire year. So you just had to like dream. But it's now it's like you can see everybody everywhere and see so much greatness and so many stories that it's just, it is an amazing period that we're living in. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, you, uh, you said that you juggle or, um, you said that you, you're, you're training and you're running. Uh, did you say you run 50 miles a day? 15, 15 miles. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my sweet spot, man, because I had to, I've tried to go longer and I'll try to do one really long run a week that goes over 20 or something like that. But if I can do a couple like sevens or six or sevens, my body handles that really good. You okay. know, if I go too far, like when you start getting up into the 14, 15 miles straight, yeah. like your body is going to go through some pounding, you know, it, it, yeah. do, it does do that. And you can handle it. Don't get me wrong. But if you want to train every day and you got to mm-hmm. do that, you got to know when to pull back and you got to take some runs that where you don't run hard, yeah. you know, you Two times a week, you might go max effort. But, you know, other than that, you got to have your easy runs. Maybe just hike, yeah. but just get time on your feet. And this is a question I want to ask you because it's important for a lot of people out there. Uh, this journey for you, you're saying it started about roughly three, three and a half years ago. Your kids are, you know, they were pretty small. They were in diapers that time. How did you, how'd you manage that time to be running and working out? And I mean, I know it all... It all helps. It all benefits each other, you know. Uh, but do, do to make time for what you want to do? Do you just 
wake up earlier? For the last three years, I wake up at 2.30. Gosh, man. And I'm, hitting, and I'm hitting the streets. I've hit the streets. And, you know, a couple days a week, see, I, and this is all trial and error. Yeah, yeah. But for, you know, five days of the week, I'm up at 2.30. I'm running, I'm running max, like I'm out running by 3.30. So I try to get in at least, you know, seven to 10 miles by 5 a.m. Because then I have to teach at Strike Zone. We have to do, we do morning fitness classes, which we might take them on runs so you can get, you know, more like that. And then on my lunch break, this was an easy one for me, but it took me so many years to do it is that I would get to Strike Zone, we'd do some work, we'd do this, and then I would get on my phone and mm-hmm. get on Instagram and do yeah. this. And an hour would go by like that. So you, instead of getting on that hour on Instagram in the afternoon, I ran. Yeah. And I was getting in double the miles every week because I switched out running for my phone just for an hour a day. Wow. You know? And that's that's what I've had to do to be a good dad. Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's me, for me, and being mentally normal i would say from my personality and what i've been through and what i've been through with my daughter and everything like that i i I have to i feel like i have to stay sharp and getting up early and running and doing that that's like me sharpening the sword where i'm like okay i'm ready i'm i feel like a warrior i'm out and i'm ready okay i can handle what's going to come my way you know when i sit in at home and you know just even what i've gone through with gracie especially when you sit at home and you don't you don't have a release i guess that's the best way to say it running for me and working out is a release i need to release that energy somewhere and that energy for me is found through running and it's really helped my wife to after going through the stuff we've gone through and it's it's a good release just to direct that energy and a lot of people today they don't know how to direct that energy so they they become depressed and they they get upset and it's not that they're crazy or they're dealing with stuff it's because there's all this energy inside and they don't know how to get it out sometimes just going to run a five mile trail that's better than any psych you you could go see anyone that can help you with your mind that is better just go for a five mile run go for a hike go ride a bike yeah. You know, that is better than anything you can do prescription wise or anything like that, man. Very and good. that's, that's, that's what I've, I want to do this bash and try to bring that more into our area because I've seen it elsewhere at these yeah. runs and it's just, I've seen these towns and these runs and these people. And I'm like, man, I want the people in our town to feel this, Very you cool. know, and there's a lot of darkness in our area. And, you know, yeah. I want people to come out and do stuff that they never dreamed of. Yeah. That's what I wanted to experience, because if they can come out and do stuff that they never dreamed of and they can, you know, be confident in themselves and enjoy the outdoors and get there and do that, then our whole area is going to be better, yeah. you know, and yeah. I've seen it elsewhere. I was, I was talking to my brother. You're saying it keeps you sharp. Uh, my brother obviously in the same uh, similar situation as yourself yep. um, with his boy. He says that physically um, he's got to be strong and he's, he's so grateful that he, he, he's an athlete and he, he's strong and he can kind of get around on his feet fairly well. But he said hands down um, when, when, you know, when dealing with the, with the situation he, he's dealing with, it's, it's the mental. It's, and I think that's where you're saying the running, that's your release. You have to stay mentally sharp. And he says that's the part, that's the biggest struggle is being so strong mentally that you're able to just keep figuring it out and keep taking that step forward. Yeah, my hardest thing was, and I know Joe would experience the same, is being an athlete, it's like 
we don't really we always we put our heads down and just go <laughs> we're not supposed to be weak you know we're supposed to be tough and honestly the first time we started going through and I this was all learning because I remember the stuff I've gone through with her has broke me down to nothing mm-hmm. you know and that's that's just a position that humbled you very very like life-changing mm-hmm. it's a very powerful experience you know when you get humbled down and you're broken down to nothing you know but it kind of as an athlete for so long i was so angry you know and i had friction with it like this man mm-hmm. and i was like angry and i was like i was upset and i was angry and you know what it took me a while to understand that no matter how angry i got it didn't change the fact that it happened and it was me dealing with something you know Very and cool. like joe says you that that time is like we have the physical body like we can go hard and just go, go be an athlete but sometimes that mental side you have to take that time for yourself yeah you know and it's not being selfish it's nothing against your family or anything like that it's like sometimes you just need an hour or half an hour just for you to get your head together to come back and say okay i'm good you know and a lot of people just don't get that these days we really don't know how to do it for ourselves a lot these days and that's where i think i think a lot of issues come in we don't we don't look inside anymore we're we always look outside for everything you know yeah and we've really lost how to understand who we are from the inside and who we are as a person you know we're all different like the way i handled my situation is different to the way my wife handled it but it's all different. We're all going to figure out how these things change us from within. It's not yeah. from the outside looking for happiness or anything like that. Is that's that's where we are today, you know. Do Do you find yourself more and more looking into, uh, like you, just just examining your your conscience more and more and digging out what kind of you know personality you are, what kind of what triggers you? Like, are you con like now that you've kind of tapped into this? ways of becoming a better person um dealing with whatever it is anger depression anxiety whatever it is we all deal with do you find yourself digging more and more and more down that hole i mean every day or every day i mean every day the thing i've learned and this is what gracie taught me is that i'll never forget this there was one day we i'd played baseball the night before coaching we had won everything was like awesome awesome i go to work out the next day bam my wife calls me. Gracie's in like a 45-minute grand mal seizure. So I fly home. She's been in it for like 40 minutes. I come in. And at that moment, I go in and I see her and she's on the ground and she's having a seizure. And then at that precise time, nothing I had ever done mattered. Like, it didn't matter that I played baseball. It didn't matter who I thought I was. It didn't matter. None of that mattered at that precise time. I was stripped to nothing. And right then I understood is that, you know, life was not what I thought it was. Yeah. You know, and now every day I know it's every day is different now. It's like all we have is today. It's always this moment, you know, and too many times in life we always push it to tomorrow. We always want to do it next week and do this. It's always right now. And that's what she's helped me understand. And, you know, it's going through a lot of hard times to understand it, but just trying to live every day where it's like this moment right now. And then we're going to have battles. Yeah. We all have these battles. Like I've had a thousand battles today, just like you have. And I, you know, I try to spread the message like we're all on the same team here, but we're all facing the same things. But we, if we look from inside, the things that come towards us are just to test us. 
Yeah. They're, they're here to test us. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. That's it. There is nothing else. Exactly, yeah. There's no other option. Life says, what are you going to do about it? Now, you can sit and cry in the corner. Yeah. But it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I could go sit in the corner right now and it didn't change the fact my daughter had epilepsy. It didn't change the fact my daughter had a stroke. And if I sat in that corner and cried, it didn't change one thing. Very cool, yeah. What changed it was me going, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. What's, what's your choice here? Yep. Okay, and then you start changing your mindset. It's the same thing what happens on those long runs. You have those long runs, you have that moment. You have that moment where it's like, okay, I want to quit. Yeah. I'm done. On my first 50 mile, it was about 27 miles in. I'll never forget it. I ran into mud. And, I mean, I was carrying mud like this deep on my shoes. <laughs> and I wasn't even ready to run that distance yet. But at that point, I remember saying, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm never running again. I'm calling Joe to come get me. I am done. You know? But then it was like, okay, refocus. Keep going. And then by the last five miles, I was running again. Wow. You know? But so it's like... I like to say this. We aren't our minds. Our mind is a part of who we are. It's what we dwell on and what we focus on every single day. Mm-hmm. I say this at the strike zone all the time. We have 50,000 thoughts a day that register through our mind. So the ones we dwell on is what's going to make yeah. happen. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's power. That is real. That's not me making it up here. That is real. Yeah. That has been written over the course of history. And our mind is so powerful that it will do anything. And I tell you what, when you get the mind-body together, there it'll go forever. It, yeah. there's, there's a connection and a power there that it, it's unbelievable how, it, how the connection is. It, it's amazing what we can fix. I, one of my favorite sayings is, uh, if you don't like it, then fix it. Yep. And it's a really true saying. And it, 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 if you just say it, if you don't like it, fix it. It was like, oh well, I can't. It's not in my power. It's not in my control. But it's like, oh, it is. Yep. If you don't like it, then fix it. Yep. And if you really focus on that, and you really use all, um, like everything you have in your toolbox, you can kind of make some pretty crazy things happen. Yep. Whether it's you know whatever to attain your goals. We we that motivation, I guess. We never. I, we have to be living on the edge every day. Like we never get better if we're not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we look for comfort every day. <laughs> but I guarantee, if you're challenged, where everything's on the line, I guarantee you find out what you're made of. Because you have to dig to a part of you that you didn't even know you had, and what caused you to do that? The challenge. Yep. But what do we do these days? Instead of facing that challenge with that mentality, as soon as that challenge comes, bam, I'm out of here. And then we just kind of stay miserable. And you stay miserable. And you go, yeah. why am I unhappy? Yeah. I heard, I heard like an analogy one time that said, you know, if you want, like you said, we seek comfort. If you want, if you really thought about it and you said, okay, let's be as comfortable as possible. You lay in a feather bed and someone feeds you grapes. You're going to, you're going to get sick of that pretty quick and you're going to find something that's going to either get you in trouble or going to challenge you because it's, it's really not comfort we're seeking. It's crazy though. Like, why do we think like that? Like (laughs) if you take anyone that has made millions of dollars or they all say, once you make it, it, there's another mountain to climb. So it never ends, but we have it in our heads. Like we're, we're working to retirement. Yeah. 
Like we're living to retire. <laughs> like we're not living to live. We're living to say, listen, I'm out of here. I just want to retire. I'm, what do we... Like that's the way we've been like programmed here to think. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And I see so many people today that are unhappy because of that way of thinking, man. You know, and it's 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 something we deal with today. And technology is not going anywhere. Like this is going to be something we face serious, especially in the health and fitness industry. This is going to be some serious stuff we face in, space in the next 10 years. Yeah. If technology gets better, guess what's getting worse? Our fitness. Because isn't like diabetes, it's like, I think they even have a... Oh, it's it's uh, the it's, numbers it's like are off, off the charts. And that's not going anywhere. You know, it's like, so w- knowing that that's coming, like we look at technology now, 10 years from now, people won't even have to lift a finger. I mean, we're having groceries delivered to our house. You can call up the grocery store and not get out of your car. (laughs) And they will bring it to the door. (laughs) Like, come on. And people are saying, man, I wonder, why why am I upset? Like, why do I feel this way? Well, look what's going on. Like, just be aware of what's going on. So many people are unaware today of what's going on because they just go with the flow man and and it's a shame it's not the people it's not them personally it's just them getting stuck in that rut you know that society traps us in you know too many times and you know i i just want to you know i love seeing people that are passionate and like doing what they love yeah you know that's what really excites me that's the people i want to be around you know and i want to you know, show people that there's other ways, you know, to find happiness out there. Yeah. I love it, man. Love that. Let me, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing all this, man. I love it. And I want to do another podcast with you because you're just, you have so much to share and you've been through so much. Um, but I want to talk about the event coming up before we get too long and I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's all good, man. We'll transition over to, uh, to the, the four corners bash at the beach. How did this come up? And it's so cool. I've never, I've never seen nothing like it around here. So that just goes to show the kind of, you know, your serious force for good in our community. Um, I mean, I know you amongst others. You know, it's it's a teamwork, team effort. But uh, yeah, how did this get started? And or is it something we hope to see continue? But we'll just start with the first. We'll start with how. how yeah, the how vision started. started uh started way back when my wife ran the Moab Marathon. And I didn't run that day. And it was actually me and these two little guys. And we, <laughs> sat, uh, we sat at the finish line the whole day. The Moab Marathon is a pretty big event. Uh-huh. You know, it's a pretty big trail run out there. It's a real tough marathon. But I sat at the finish line the entire day. And just after everything we just talked about here with technology and all that, I sat there that day and this place was packed. And these people were finishing these runs and they were all hugging each other. I'm seeing dads hug their kids. I'm seeing kids run hills. There's no cell phones in sight. Everyone's just hugging. And I'm like, okay, what do we have here? Like, how do we get this to our area? Like, how do we get this, what I'm watching right here, how do we get it to our area? And then I just started throwing it out there. So it came to really where I went and met a couple people and I just... I said, how do we, how do we do this? Yeah. And that was it. And I threw it out there and 
I went and met with all these different people and we all came up with this idea and it was really like this. We wanted to create an event for our community made by our community. You know, we didn't want to bring someone else in to do a triathlon. We didn't want to bring someone else in. We wanted to give the businesses in our area that all the people go and work out at every day, they ride and do all this, the people that our local businesses, the people that are in our community to put on the events. So I just, I had the vision and then I just threw it out there and, you know, it's going to continue every year and every year I want people from the community to come and say, okay, how do we make this better? Because I want the this I want the community to put on this event, uh-huh. you know. I just had the vision to like start asking the questions, but every year it's like okay after this year this is what we came up with this year. But heading into next year, what other events can we do? How can we add on to this? How can we bring more business in for health and fitness and mountain biking and running? How can we bring it in in the summer? How can we do more events throughout the year, you know? And just really doing all that and. It was pick up the pieces as you go. It was like, here's the vision. And I said, we're all rookies. Let's see what happens. And now we're sitting here three days out. And I mean, it's here. And But that's how, that's how it came up. I, I, the way the cities and around here are trying to promote the outdoors, it was kind of uh-huh. our way of saying, man, let's bring this here. Yeah, you know, I go and pay all these money to go to these runs out of state that yeah. are filled with people and doing this. And I'm like... We've got good trails here. We've got this. Let's get some people in here. And there's really some areas around here that I want to do some cool things out throughout the whole year. I just don't want to do this in the yeah. summer, man. I want to do things throughout the year that really promote our outdoor area and really get some people into this town that are new and really help the businesses that are looking to our area that are trying to bring business in to help our outdoors. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, hey, man, if we can start doing more stuff like this, it yeah. just helps the interest spike and that that was just our hand in it you know it's cool the ripple effect you can have by just having an idea and you know bringing people together and just slowly getting the hype and getting people excited do you want to go through some of the events people can look forward to um i don't know a whole lot about it man um but so yeah i'll just go through the day we're all going to meet out there at about – I'll be – I'm actually camping out there the night before because we're going to set up and be out there the night before. But around 4 a.m., we're going to have fire pits, coffee, music going out there. We're actually doing the first ultra marathon around here, so we're doing a 30-mile run. No, that's what a 50K? 50K, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then uh, we're doing a 25K, which is a 15-mile, a 5-mile, and a 5K. But the 50K – and the Iron, uh, the Warrior Challenge, the Anastasi Warrior Challenge is a, like a triathlon. Oh, but, okay, cool. But every year I'm going to have one challenge out there that's just kind of just different, you know. <laughs> and that was this this year. So all runs have to start at 5 a.m., you know. That right. was what the city... Oh, it's going to be so nice to run like that early in the morning. Well, and that was one thing. This has been really cool to do this is that just to work with the cities uh-huh. and just to figure out how to like, okay, listen, if we're going to do... 30 mile 50 mile 100 mile trail runs here okay how do we do this yeah okay how do we do this how do we get the aid stations how do we do this and we're all going into it trying to you know figure out the same but it's just that starting step so they're all going to start at 5 a.m so the runners will be out there when the triathlon gets back or the warrior challenge gets back there we have an open water swim so at 8 a.m we have a one mile open water swim So you can actually sign up and just do the swim. Uh, We have a five mile and 5K starting at 6.30. 
Um, then it goes to the open water swim at eight. We have the kids obstacle course and the strongman event or a strongman workout. And uh, that'll be going on at 10. And then heading into the afternoon, we have the competitive obstacle course, which is a 3K obstacle course set up by Big T and the Strong Warriors. That, he, he's a good dude, man. We That's going to be fun. Yeah, that, yeah, he does a real good job. It's going to be awesome to see that. Um, we've actually got some archery out there with expert archery. So that's going to be pretty cool, shooting some bows. Is it going to be a little competition or just oh, like yeah. teaching, learning? Well, they actually bought this machine that like throws disc in the air. So we're going to, the kids will be able to shoot disc out of the air all day long. And then they're actually going to have a competition. With the bow and arrow? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really cool, man. It'll be the first time there's none around here. So it'll be the first time having that. And then, yeah, at 3 p.m., they're going to have an actual archery competition. So it's just kind of like buddies getting out there and so doing cool. it. And then, uh, yeah, the yoga event at four, that's going to be a sight to see. Stacy uh, and Sol Dan, they got nearly 50 prepaid tickets to do yoga on the beach out there, on the water. So that's going to be awesome to see them out there doing that. Uh, we're going to finish up with a CrossFit wad to finish the day. There's going to be food out there. There's going to be paddle boards. There's going to be tubes, like anything to get on the lake. Swimming, the beach will be open the whole day. The bash at the beach, the actual home base is at the dock. Okay. So all the start of the races, the mountain bikes and all the swim, everything is based out of the dock. That's on the west side. Right. Okay. So what, what we've done is that that's all being blocked off for the day by the police. Okay. So we actually have a shuttle van that is at the, ba at the beach area. Oh, okay. And that will actually shuttle you over to where the home base Perfect. is. So parking and all that will be good over the other side. But... Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff for everyone this year, but the first year going in, we didn't want to make it like too crazy. We just wanted people to get out to the lake and have it like a barbecue, celebrating with our community. And it's just really like the starting steps of where I really think our area is going to head in the next five to 10 years. And I think we can all grow with this together and all learn together and figure did out. Did, uh, did you cover a bike race? I, I didn't oh, yeah, sorry. The mountain, bike, the mountain bike races are at 8.30. 10:30 and I think 11. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, so the pro, kind of well other Yeah, the pro of... riders will start at 8:30 cuz they're going to do a 30-mile loop, so they'll do the loop twice, just like the runners, they'll do it, you know, twice. Nice. But then yeah, there'll be a 15-mile ride which will do the loop once and then there'll be a 5-mile one as well. So yeah, there's 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 something out there for everyone, and even if you, you you don't even have to come out and do one of the events. If you just want to come out and see some of the athletes, see some of the people doing some of the cool stuff, just come and hang with everyone out there. You know, it's just about getting out to the lake and having a good time yeah. and celebrating our community and the people in it. Yeah, man, very cool. How do you sign up? Everything signed up the morning of, or is everything online? Yeah, you can just if you there's a Bash at the Beach Facebook page. Um, you know, you can go on there. All the flyers are up. Uh, the trail runs and the mountain bike uh, and the triathlon, that's all on Eventbrite. Okay. Um, but what I did with this event is that all the different businesses are putting on their events. So it's actually oh, okay. kind of cool how they're, you know, they're going to have their little piece of the day to really show what they do in our community and really awesome. promote what they're going to do. So That's helpful because then they can handle their own packets yep. and do all their own stuff. Yes. Okay, so just reach out to the companies and... Yeah, whatever you want to do. And if, if there is any questions and you can't get a hold of someone, just call the strike zone at 505-326-7874. And Damien or myself will we'll answer any questions straight up. Okay. Cool, man. 
Well, we'll, uh, we'll shut it down there. Uh, like I said, we could, uh, I'd love to do this again another sometime. Man, I'd love a lot to. Of stuff. I didn't want, I, I want to cover some more of like just your, just your baseball stuff. How yeah. you come from Australia, not really to the United States. To, I want to get into all that. Um, maybe some things you use like prayer, meditation, gratitude lists, like all this stuff, because I know, I just know that you're, 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 you're a very efficient person. So you're, right. you're, uh, you're definitely good, uh, good with all that stuff. And then, uh, something else. Oh, uh, Grace's foundation, man. I really wanted to dig into that. Uh, and, and if you, if you, if you have time to dig into that or if you want to do it another time, dude, I got do, time, man. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Um, that was something I really wanted to talk about. So, uh, how what uh, we know how it came about but what is it um and obviously you know just yeah if you, you, you you'll do a better job explaining this but right yeah grace grace's like. hope foundation is my daughter's foundation that we came up with after she's gone through everything um medically you know and all the issues she had gone through and how it really came up was the people in this town, man, it, when I went through the stuff with my daughter, these the people in this town supported us in a way that, I mean, I, I could never say enough thanks. You know, it was like, I, I it took my breath away. I mean, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And I, that's why I try to do so much for this community because of what they've done for me. And you know, that was Gracie's Hope Foundation, man. When we came up with this foundation, we want to give opportunities to people in our community and not just through medical. Like this event right here, This we want to create experiences and, you know, create better a better life for everyone in this town, kids, youth, no matter what it is. If it's a medical thing, hey, we can help that way. If it's Hey, let's do some trail runs. Let's do this. Hey, that's going to be good for the youth and our community. So whatever we can do to help that way, we wanted to do that. So, you know, that's what we wanted to do in honor of her was to really drill home and set her up for the future too, man, where, you know, she's got a life ahead of her. And a lot of people don't understand that is that when you're going through and you're raising kids, you're setting up their future. You know, and that we're setting up Gracie's future. We're setting up Aston's future. And we want to set up stuff for her when she gets older, where she can take it over or, you know, anything like that. But we want to create these events. We want to help people in our community. And that's why we came up with the foundation, man. It, it was just, it, it was for our community to help the people because the people helped us. Very and it it was just a, it it was the craziest thing like i said the, the way people stepped up in this town my daughter would not have been able to get brain surgery for the people in this town and a lot of people from albuquerque back in australia a lot of people stepped up to help us and that's why i try to get up every day and just give back man because it it's an amazing community and too many people bash it around here man mm -hmm. you know i yeah. i take it very personal um I, I get a really passionate about this area because after my baseball career was over i was at a turning point in my life you know i'd, I'd traveled the world you know been all over the place and done all that and i came to this town and i rebuilt myself in this town you know like it, it i rebuilt myself as a person and then when Gracie, you know, had a stroke, 
I mean, it, I've gone through that whole experience with the people in this town. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they've all gone through it together with us. And, yeah. you know, that's why I just want to be able to give back to the people to where you say, you know what? We do live in the greatest community on earth, man. And we do have cool things here. We've got great people here. And we're going to continue to do events like this. And, you know, the people that bash this area and bash you know, how bad it is here and this and that. It's like, there's a group of people here that are doing good. Yeah. And there, it, it, it's going to change, yeah. you know. And I, I'm proud of this area. I know a lot of people are proud of this area. And, you know, it it's going to be a good time in the future, man. So, yeah, with Gracie's Hope Foundation, though, man, it was pretty much us. The experience we went through with Gracie was being able to do that for others. Yeah. You know, that's cool. that's her, you know. Awesome. I love it, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you doing that. Thank you for all your hard work, everything you're doing for our community. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Um, and we'll do this again sometime. Uh, good luck this weekend. I'll try to make it out. Um, anything uh, where people can find, uh, get a hold or follow you on social media yeah just get, social get media is where we've pretty much done anything this year because we pulled the trigger early so as you know as the years go on man we'll definitely get the website going and start like growing yeah, it yeah. and doing that stuff but this year it was just you know social media so you know follow the strike zone on facebook adam morrissey's on facebook that's got a lot of stuff the bash at the beach has its own facebook page um, and then Instagram for Strike Zone too. We're always doing good stuff on there. But all the businesses that are doing the events too, with uh, you know, Five Hundred Five Cycles, Defined, American Strength, Animus CrossFit, Soul Den Yoga, Alien Bike Shop, Strong Warriors, Expert Archery, and the Strike Zones. Yeah, log on to any of them, and they'll have info too. Very cool, man. Anyone want to give to Grace's Hope Foundation? How do you just type that in? Is it? Uh... Yeah, you can just either get a hold of the Strike Zone um, if you want to do anything like that, and we'll we'll make sure it's all taken care of, man. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Uh huh. That was cool. <laughs>